live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh, the Alamo. Oh, he's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and the only guy in the room that has the same issue with TikTok as Lizzo, and that would be me. James Campbell. Wait, what, what's your issue with TikTok? We both are getting our videos pulled down for being too erotic. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Whoa, what are you... Too sexy, too what, erotic for TikTok. Me and Lizzo. You, what are you doing in your videos? It's too erotic. I'm doing anything I can do that's crazy and in a man thong. Oh. Have you reached out to Lizzo okay. yet? Are you guys going to start like a petition against TikTok themselves? I've tried and she's already blocked me on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> so so you plan on changing what you're doing? You're no. going to change it up? You're just going to keep on going then? I'm being Do you me. get strikes? I'm going to be me. Are you no, getting they strikes? Just take, like- they just take your videos down, and I've probably been ghost banned, is my guess. Oh, okay. So I got some quality content out there, and I've only got like four, you know, four views. I don't know about that. Video games you can play for 24 hours straight. Is there one you could play it for that long? We'll talk about it later in the show. Right now, though, the coronavirus continues to wreak havoc on gaming and esports. Have two of the biggest releases of 2020 become the latest victims? While we're hearing The Last of Us 2 and Final Fantasy 7 definitely has been affected by the coronavirus. Robbie, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so Final Fantasy 7, not so much. You know, the biggest concerns that they had was that obviously all this quarantine stuff, you know, workers being sent home and stuff like that would just affect the distribution. That some places might get it too late. Okay. Um, they actually tried to, to, to ship stuff out early to both Europe and Australia thinking that maybe with the disruptions that they that they were thinking might happen, that they would end up getting them right on time. Everybody sitting at home, listening to the orders yeah. that the countries are telling them not to go out and do. Maybe <laughs> yeah, they have some exactly. extra time to play these games. Yeah, but uh, instead, they all got them like a week early. Like, I had people on my Facebook that's like opening them up, being like, oh my god, I've you know been waiting 20 years for this, and it's finally here, and I'm at home like, great. Now, these people are going to possibly be ruining it for me and posting spoilers, and they get to play it before I do. So you have to go into like Final Fantasy VII isolation. Oh, kind of, You're yeah. You're like double isolation. I mean, well, Thankfully, no one's been too crazy about it. Uh, uh, obviously, yet. you know, at, yet. But at the same time, you know, it's about to come out April 10th. You know, some of you listening might already be playing it. I pre-ordered it already, getting ready for the digital download. I get to preload it two days in advance. So, so I'm ready. I'm prepared for it, right? But the big thing I think that I'll, that have a lot of people hurting right now is uh, The Last of Us Two, which is again, like you said, another one of the big releases of this year. Yeah, it's even one that I've heard of that yeah. I've heard a lot about too. Which had already been delayed once. It was supposed to come out back in in early February, yep. but you know they needed to put extra polish on it, one just a little bit of extra time, just to make sure everything's right. Which I don't blame them for. Yeah, make they, sure it looks good. They've now delayed it indefinitely. It was supposed to come out May 29th. Delayed indefinitely, and the reasoning is that because of the quarantine, because of the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic that's going on right now, they feel like they couldn't give players the launch that they would, that, that they think they deserve, which I, I agree with that. Yes. Look, people just want to play the game. That's it. Right? I, don't, I don't care about anything else about the launch, yes. about the doodads, the, the social media posts you're oh, going to put up but, with it. But I want to do a midnight release, man. That That's part of the experience. No, I just want to play the game. And everyone's in right now. They need to be playing the game. The only thing that I could see that uh, Naughty Dog, they're, they're the developers of it, would want to delay for, and I still think it's a really lame excuse, is the fact that not everybody who wants to play it on release will be able to, right? Because, again, possible shipping delays. You're not, you know, some people can't go out to their game stops to be able to get it. But just download it digitally. Everybody can do that. Stop making the rest of us suffer just because, you know, some people can't go out and buy their discs. 
it feels very ticky tacky. Like of of one of the large. These are two of the largest literally releases of the year, hands down. Outside of maybe Cyberpunk twenty or Don't, no, uh, those are the three top yeah. three releases of twenty twenty. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Last of Us two. Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, and so, all three of those have had some kind of a delay due to the coronavirus. They have. Uh, currently, Cyberpunk's due out in September. I'm not quite sure if if they are you know, going to be affected or if uh, uh, CD Projekt Red, the developers, you know, are going to do the same thing that uh, Naughty Dog has. Because personally, I don't think that video games have to worry about, oh, you know, to get the best and biggest release, we have to make sure that, you know, it's, it's in a perfect time. It's not like the movies, right? Something like you know Black Widow and Wonder Woman, which, is, which has been pushed back, and we'll talk about those later in the show as well. I get that, right? Because it is absolutely going to impact your bottom line because people can't go to the theaters. But people can buy and download these games online, and they will. That's part of the culture. I think it's just a, it's a clever excuse. Maybe not clever, but like just I think a lot of these games ran into problems, like with so much hype and everything behind. So you them. almost think maybe they found some kind of an issue with the game. They're yeah. Like, oh, thank goodness this convenient coronavirus yes. has come oh, aboard. They, they, they want to do more polish, and this yeah. way it's it's a way for them to. But but the fact that it's. It's delayed indefinitely. It's not like they just pushed it back another two months. But this is you're already right. They were already behind schedule. I think. I, I don't know that they were. They that's they never claimed that they were behind schedule. They Why just would you said, say that though? They, they just said they need more time to polish it. And here's the thing: you don't even have to make an excuse for this. I think that gamers are more than willing to give you more time if the game's going to be right. Because people will absolutely destroy a developer for a broken game. But we are fine with you waiting longer to make sure all your ducks are in a row. All right. Well, hopefully the coronavirus is going to stop ruining everything that's going on in the world of esports and actually the world in general. But we're going to talk about how uh, the coronavirus is kind of affecting our personal lives in just a moment. But now it's time for our close shave of the week. Time is up. Oh, my God. Checkpoint XP's close shave. Watch it at CheckpointXP.com. The Dallas Fuel went into the weekend 0-2 and first lost to the LA Gladiators 3-0. They were on their way to dropping their next match to the L.A. Valiant in a 3-1 to match, but by the skin of their teeth, in overtime, they managed to force a Game 5 when Gamsu dropped his ultimate straight into the Valiant spawn room, delaying them long enough for his team to take the map. A huge moment for this team if they can catch the W here against a very competent team in the Feels Valiant. like Gansu, it at least. That's the shadow. Three players rain a little bit too late with the sound barrier. And what a moment of catharsis for this organization and their fans. They've been waiting so long for the victory. Dallas Fuel take the win against the Valiant here. Their first win for quite some time. All right, congratulations to Gamsu and that. It's the Dallas Fuel that won? That's okay. right, yeah. They actually did go on to win map five, which was actually their first win of the season. Congratulations to them. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming, discussing how the coronavirus is still wreaking havoc in the world of gaming and its effects are going to be felt into the summer months. What is coronavirus screwing up in your life? Uh, you know, I, I'm going to be completely honest, uh, being, you know, sort of a stay-at-home gamer myself and, you know, being able to do this for uh, 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 stay-at-home gamers, a little bit redundant there, but, you know, being able to do this for a living. He's a traveling gamer. <laughs> he goes from town yeah. to town playing video games, <laughs> like some kind of video game, you know, like mobile, Renegade. Mo- yeah. Mobile gamer, right? Pokemon Go, you ain't got to be at home for that. But uh, uh, my my sort of day-to-day life hasn't changed a whole lot, um, but obviously, you know, stuff like uh, the other day, we, uh, me and my girlfriend tried to order some groceries. You know, we've been doing the whole Instacart thing, doing yeah. our part to stay home and away from people. Uh, and normally it gets delivered same day. 
uh, when this thing when this first started, we tried to do it. It, it, it. There was like a two day you know delay. Like you know we'll we'll bring you your groceries on Wednesday if you ordered on Monday or Tuesday. We went to order the other day on a Tuesday, and it's like yeah, your groceries might be there by Sunday night. Ooh. And we usually wait. Till we need groceries to order groceries, right? So yeah, I've been having to do amateur sue. choice. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So you know, I've been having to go out on my own. Uh, you know, like to Kroger or or you know whatever the, the 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 grocery store of choice is. That tends to be the one that's the less crazy. You know, around where we are, and uh, and you know, kind of get some stuff. Um, for the most part, I haven't like seen any horror stories. People seem to be pretty smart about it. You know, the stores have like you know the little uh, cart boy out there with like you know the cleaner and the rags, kind of you know cleaning all the carts before people get to them, That's so they're all desanitized and yeah. stuff. So it's been pretty tame for the most part. I wouldn't say that coronavirus has like screwed up my life yet. I can tell you what it's messing me up for, and James, you might relate. Um, I'm trying to climb the ranks in a game right now. I'm okay. trying because we have a tournament for Apex Legends coming up, so I'm grinding to try to like have a better ranking so that I have a better you know higher standard there's too many people at home that are good whoa hold on hold on i'm just you know you do not get to blame this on the virus because you were bad before this whole pandemic started but i'm playing a lot more and i would think that by playing a lot more i would be getting better but since everybody else is now at home playing it seems harder all this no weird beard all this means is that you have never been good your true form has finally been reflected to you you are a bad gamer. I want Robbie, to get like good. a mirror, just putting the mirror right up to your face, just I trying know. to make your face. I want to, I want to get good at Apex Legends, but it's ruining it. I just cannot climb. Maybe, maybe you should just focus it. on one game. I want to get good at Apex. I want to be good at CS:GO. You I tried do. to get good one day at Overwatch. Pick a game, Weird Beard, and focus on it. James, what is what is coronavirus ruining for you? For me, my 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 daily day to day life really isn't. Uh, that messed up because I'm a very antisocial person to begin with. So yes. isolation, that's I've been living it for life since I started morning radio. <laughs> we were born in the isolation. Exactly. Molded by it. But what it's really doing is destroying a lot of the things that entertain me in the evenings. Oh, I. how so? professional wrestling. Oh, wrestling. Wait, hold on, yeah. hold on. But, yeah. but re- wrestling's still going on, isn't it? Uh, kind of. You know? People were all over Twitter this week talking about some... Wrestling WrestleMania, stuff yeah, WrestleMania went know. down. Okay, um, it probably should have been postponed, but that's not they had my no say. crowds. Yeah, and but uh, but I heard that they've sort of been playing into that, like like the fact that there isn't a crowd and it's kind of you know led to some funny moments. There's some funny moments, but it's it's still not the same. So if you're tuning in on a weekly program, like if you're watching WWE Raw on Mondays or SmackDown on Fridays, they have a couple matches that are being taken that are taking place without a crowd, without a crowd. And the WWE Universe, the crowd is like. The, 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 the other man. Yeah. You know, it's a huge part of the show. But then they're also just playing old clips from past pay-per-views that weren't so entertaining. Mm-hmm. So you've, I'm already tuned out. <laughs> At least get the entertaining you know? clips, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, so I'll tune in. I'll see what the rest of the first wrestler that's going to come out. They're going to cut a promo, maybe do a match. And then next thing you know, there's a clip from a pay-per-view that I probably fell asleep watching. You know what they the need past. to do? No, you know what they need to do? It's the same thing that I went through with Overwatch League the past two weekends. They need to just take it off the air for two or three weeks so then you can see that what you're getting right now is better than nothing. Better than nothing? And you should be thankful for what you have. Thankful for what I have thankful now? Thankful for what you have now. It is very hard to be thankful for what I have now because it's almost <laughs> literally nothing. How is the coronavirus screwing up your life? Let us know on social media. Shoot us a tweet uh, at, on Twitter at CheckpointXP. Or let us know on Facebook. Coming up on the show, a ton of Fortnite players and streamers are talking about leaving the game. We'll get into why and who. But first, along with esports and the rest of the world having to make adjustments due to the COVID-19 virus, will movie theaters ever be the same? We're going to talk about what the movies are doing to combat the coronavirus when we come back on Checkpoint XP.
Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my god! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Weirdbeard. As well as one of my newest followers on Twitch, Mr. Robbie Landis. You, Welcome you to Man scored, by Mafia. You uh, scored no, 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 it? Uh, hold Look on, hold on, hold on. Wait, I just followed you so that that way, you know, when 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 you're live, I can give you a little bit of support. I didn't sub to or anything. I know, but you still followed? I, I you're still part of the team? You're still part of the crew? Uh, can I reject, you're part of my community can I now. reject membership to the Man Thong Mafia? Oh, no, there? now you need to go shopping for your new Man Thong. Not yeah. happening. We've got to get you a new I'm, Man Thong. I'm going commando before I put on a Man Thong. Hey, we'll accept that. We're not judgmental. (laughs) The coronavirus is having an effect on pretty much everything happening in the world today. We've discussed in the past huge events being canceled like E3, a lot of the Overwatch matches, game release dates are being pushed back. The list goes on. What are some industries doing to fight back? Well, the movie industry has an interesting plan. And Robbie, you going to let us know what they got going on. Yeah, so, I mean, different, uh, you know, uh, uh, developers isn't the right word. What's the name? Producers? The producers. Pro- yeah. pro- pro- uh, 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 studios. Companies. Studios. There you go. Studios. studios. Yeah. Production different houses. studios are doing different things, right? Um, but, uh, you know, some of the big things that we've seen right now is some of the movies that, you know, sort of had just came out or were about to come out uh, were seeing sort of be released straight to streaming services. Uh, uh, Disney Pixar's uh, Onward, which stars both uh, Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. They released uh, Frozen 2 early to stream. Frozen 2, uh, that's Did right. Really? Uh, Rise yes. of the Skywalker as well released on or, or you know released earlier, which first of all, I think that these are great because the this is something that doesn't really cost the studios, I don't think anything. They were already out and you're basically just moving it up a little bit, you know, getting people excited, giving them something to do and something to watch. And it's got to bring in I think in some cases some extra bucks, you know, for people that maybe were kind of holding off, you know, if you wanted to see a movie now instead of going and spending 20, 30, 40 dollars at the movie theater and potentially getting the virus, 10 bucks, 8 bucks, I think, for Disney Plus, and you can watch it. And, you know, watch even it from the safety and yeah. the cleanliness of your own home. Well, and, and even if just a few people forget to, to uh, cancel their membership, now you probably got them for a few more months as well, right? So, I personally, I think that that's a great idea. Uh, maybe, for them- the, maybe for the studios. I think, like, uh, the actual theater companies themselves, oh, I think, yeah. are never going to recover, especially if, like, these studios make that pivot. You know, to, to be, just go straight to digital. Yeah, why would we even mess with theaters anymore? Uh, like, well, it could because be a nail because in the it's it's still an experience. Going to the theaters is still an experience. I now, agree. I, now I, I do think. Well, hold on, I do think he's right though. This this is going to cause some you know ir- irreparable damage going forward because not every movie is a huge blockbuster. It's not a Marvel movie, right? Yes. It's not Avatar. It's not going to bring a lot of people in. So what I think this ends up doing on the other side of COVID is that I think that movie theaters will go. Go a similar way to what you know, classic stage theater has started to go. It will become so much of an experience that only the movies that they know, you know, like your big Marvels, you know, your big blockbusters, your John Wicks, you know, the stuff that's different when you're in a movie theater will be the only thing coming to theaters now. And along with that, in order to to justify that, you're going to see an even bigger jump in pricing as well as like concessions and stuff like that. I mean, it's nuts, especially because uh, locally here in Detroit, we've uh, we've seen one of our local movie theaters close, mm-hmm. uh, and that entire brand AMC. They're talking about may not Big trouble across the board across yeah, the country. Yeah, really? like all of them. Yeah. So you know, like I think once that really comes through, it's going to be. Um, kind of like how when Blockbuster went under, you no longer saw yeah. video stores anymore. If a, if a big chain company like that goes under, 
I would just expect to see them just all dry up. So movie well, theaters. See, see, they can't all dry up, though, because, again, they're not doing this with everything. You know, uh, uh, the, the Wonder Woman sequel, that's been pushed back. Uh, Black Widow, which was supposed to be out here next month, you know, was also pushed way back as well. So there are certain, I think there are certain studios that know in order for us to get the big bucks, you know, these billion-dollar movies, they're still going to want those to be in theaters. So I don't think the theaters are going anywhere completely. So do you think there's a way movie theaters may be able to pivot a little bit and get in on the digital world and instead of like the movie companies putting out movies to their streaming services, hey, come put your movie on the AMC streaming network and give some sort of other benefits to viewers? Uh, I don't think so because most of these big studios like Disney, you know, Amazon, Hulu, because they already have their own going uh, I don't think that that's the way to go. Unfortunately, I, I, I think that Weird Beard's right in the fact that a lot of, uh, especially like, you know, your, your your smaller sort of regional. Your art house type ones. Yeah, those ones, unfortunately, are probably going to gonna end up closing. And I don't know what the, the answer to that is. You know, they've been trying to make more money by doing like movie pass type things to try to get people on the hook for like, you know, yeah, you know mo- monthly subscriptions yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know if that's, if that's you know the answer or not real quick last thing james what's the one thing that would get you into what's the one thing that has to happen to get you into a movie theater like uh post covid19 yeah just let me know that the place is clean <laughs> i love the movies the movies is like the, one can, of the things can you, you can see do. anything in the movie theaters like, like you'll go to see whether it's a comedy an action a rom-com if it's a movie i'm interested in but I, like I'm, I'm not just like i'm not going for just marvel you know universe mm-hmm. movies i'm going for anything that Appeals to me. Like I'll go see even, some smaller flicks. So even if you don't think being in the theater is going to enhance the experience, you'll still go like like to support the film, basically. Uh, just because I love being in the big room, because the room and the theater is so big, the screen's so big, the sounds there, it's mm-hmm. in your face. Like you can't really replicate that experience in your own home. I feel so. To me, there's still value to it. Now, if if it goes down kind of the route that you predict it could go, is that movies become more like theater. So now I gotta cough up like thirty bucks a ticket to go see the movie. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do that because I know that they're not gonna give me any other kind of added benefit to the experience that I'm not already used to. Maybe, maybe. All right. Well, movie theaters survive the COVID nineteen or the coronavirus. I guess only time will tell. But right now, it's time to see who nailed it and who failed it this week. We're gonna start with the nailed it. From the high highs, An absolute monster to the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. While season matches are still happening for the ESL Counter-Strike Global Offensive Season 11 Pro League, we had a massive clutch from Crims, a fanatic who held down the bomb site to send his team over Astralis in a squeaker of a 16-14 match. Listen as he stays alive and clutches the first map of this contest in a tight fashion. Now Brad Brolin and Crims to stop it from happening, and now one more. Zipex the clutch to take us to overtime. It's on Crims. Oh. Crims has done it, and so a fanatic. They remain unbeaten. Two for zero. All right, clutch move there by Crims, a fanatic, holding it down and getting his team the win. We'll hear about a trailer for a highly anticipated release this year that may have spoiled some surprises and or failed it. That's coming up in the next hour. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, if you're still looking for things to do while you fill your time practicing social distancing due to the COVID-19 virus, and you're looking for something that maybe doesn't involve video games, maybe you have multiple kids that can't share a controller, can't stop arguing over who's going to be what character on Smash Brothers, you just need some mindless entertainment, and maybe something that might also hit you right in the nostalgia button. 
Robbie's got a list of 90s binge-worthy shows and movies to check out. That's right. So this list actually comes to us courtesy of Gizmodo.com, but they have uh, a list of some really good, you know, nostalgic 90s uh, uh, media we can uh, go ahead and consume here. We'll before, you know. we, before we even get into this, I have to say, I have never seen an episode of Saved by the Bell. What? And that's what? My, never. And that's my hidden shame that I hate telling people. Don't be shamed by that because either have I, <laughs> even though my sisters watched it all the time. You're the I only other person. I've ever yeah, met. I don't know a thing about Saved by the Bell, and luckily, Saved by the Bell isn't on this list. Oh, well, that's a bummer for me because you are probably two people, the only two people I've met that haven't watched Saved by the Bell. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Good Morning, No Wake Up, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, Saved by the Bell, and Saved by the Bell, the college years. I got three wow. different series around those characters in my memory bank. You guys got nothing. All right, well, let's see how many of these uh, between the three of us we've seen and would like to go back and watch again. We're going to start with. Tiny Toons, specifically not the series themselves, but uh, How I Spent My Vacation, a Tiny Toons movie. I didn't know they uh, made a movie. Available on Hulu and Amazon. Either did I, actually. I, you know, I grew up obviously just watching, you know, the 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 cartoon, you know, every morning. Was it Saturday morning? I don't remember. I just remember watching I just remember it all being the on time. after school. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, I think that's what it was. Yep. And I always thought all the little Tiny Toon adventure characters were like the children yeah, of the Looney Tunes. That's what I thought, too. But I think they were just unrelated. They're just similar characteristics. Yeah, I think <laughs> they were just supposed to be uh, not, not, not the children of. But the young versions of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Goofy movie available on Disney+. Plus. Hell yeah! I used to watch this, like, like over and over, like, it's on a day-by-day a basis. Huge generational gap here, because the Goofy movie, no. Did, did you ever, like, <laughs> hold on, wait, wait, wait. Did, did you ever no. try to no. watch it? Uh, I remember being on the Disney Channel uh, as a teen, uh, maybe, like, Oh, a, oh, you were like at that point where, like, you're like, adolescence oh, when yeah. I was like, I'm too adult for this, yeah. man. The Goofy movie, mm. that's kid stuff. That's below right. me. What about the Brave Little Toaster, Disney Plus? Whoa, nostalgia button push. I am in 100% on this one. This movie terrified me and made me cry. But the Brave Little Toaster or the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars? That's, we don't speak of that. That's that, not well, a real actually, movie. Well, actually, that's the one that's on Disney Plus. I don't know if the original's on Disney Plus as well. This list says goes to Mars. Uh, but the, the, the original holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, the original yeah. I've seen before. I enjoyed it. But this one that goes to Mars, what's a toaster going to do in Mars? I don't know. <laughs> Even as a children's <laughs> cartoon. Jump the shark there. What about Captain Planet, available on Amazon and YouTube? Our powers combined! Can you name, them? name what the, pl- uh, the powers are? Earth, wind, fire, heart, wind. And? I miss one? Water. Yeah. Oh, water. Yeah. Sorry. Why don't you just go in order? I don't know. I was like, Earth, Wind, Fire, because of the band, you know, the group. You're already committed to that. And then that I was point. like, oh boy, I've kind of lost track of what I've just said. All right. Uh, this is on the list, and I know there are a lot of people out there that like it. I never liked this show myself. I'm going to say it anyway, and that's Doug, available on Hulu, Disney Plus, and Amazon. Doug is great. Was, never a, was never a fan of Doug. Didn't like. I didn't like a lot of Nickelodeon. I was very anti-Nickelodeon oh, growing up. We would have not got along on growing up. Nickelodeon, <laughs> that's like my bread and butter right there. Now, Doug, Fox, Doug Funny, Fox and his Kids. quest for the Patty Mayonnaise is love. Fox Kids and Cartoon Network, those are my two go-tos. Well, that explains. I can I can see a mm-hmm. lot of those mm-hmm. uh, characteristics in you. I yep. see that. And then uh, finally, the last one, which I don't know why I would want to go back and watch this, but on Tubi, you have... Reboot. Is that like the old school? Like a it was, it was, like a, it was computer really, graphic. Yes, like it was really early animated talking. CG. Yep, yep. and uh, it, it was like for the time it was absolutely boundary it pushing. Was. Yeah, looking back on it it's now terrible. is really bad. yeah. And if you like reboot, you can also check out the uh, the, the sequel question mark on Netflix. Reboot the Guardian Code. All right. Well, there's uh, some '90s binge worthy shows and movies for you to check out while you're looking for some something to kill some self quarantine time. I went on an isolation walk over the past week. I paid another man a compliment 
but it did not go over very well at all. What was it? And are some things off limits when it comes to complimenting a stranger? That's all coming up next on Checkpoint XP. Stop blowing my mind! We're rolling with continuous esports on the only show for esports and video games. This is going to be absolute madness around! No need for extra tokens. We've got the hookup. Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, as well as Robbie Landis, and Checkpoint XP's resident Super Mario Brothers fanboy, Weird Beard. So, Weird Beard, what uh, rumor are you most excited about that leaked out last week? Oh, my God. The Paper Mario is going to be great, but I'm really excited. If you can have only one of those games come out, which one is it? I, I have paid more times than I care to admit to have a copy of Super Mario 64. Wow. So, I, it's got to be it. I don't care what there's, else you give me. There's magic in that game. Like, look, Mario Galaxy and Odyssey, it's basically the same game, but it's still none of them quite capture the same majesty that Super Mario 64 had. It's literally name brand cereal. One of them, they, they, they look the exact same. <laughs> There's just one that's better than the rest of them. Well, you enjoy your name brand cereal, weird beard. Over the, the past week, I went on a bit of an isolation walk to try to get out of the house a little bit, get some fresh air. Try to get my girlfriend to do that. She refuses. No? Yeah, oh, she just does fine. not want to leave the house. Well, see, my fiance is like, yeah, let's go on the walk. But then she wants to go on a, like a three-mile, one-hour <laughs> like extravagant quest. Like I'm trying to drop a ring onto a volcano uh, like from Lord of the Rings. But anyways, on this walk, we went for a bit of a walk. And there's a neighbor outside washing his car. He's washing his truck. He's got a nice truck. He's in the drive washing it. And he's, he's very friendly as we approach. He you know, like looks up and waves. Hi. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this guy a solid. I'm going to compliment this man's truck. He's doing such a great job washing his truck. <laughs> it's the walk. I told you. It's just it, it made you in a super positive mood. You yeah. wanted to be uplifting and, and yeah, just like, drop a little sprinkle of compliment yeah, the on The weather him. was beautiful. I'm in a good mood. I'm out of the house. I'm not locked <laughs> in quarantine. We're, Howdy, neighbor. Yeah, we're enjoying life. And I'm like, truck's looking shiny, man. Good job. Ooh. And he goes from high friend to immediately, he just looks at me, smile goes away and goes, all right. That's exactly what my heart did. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> all right. But he gave me a look like I just said something mean about his mom or like insulted his He's kids. like, don't you talk about my truck like exactly. that. Exactly. But I was saying a nice thing about his truck. And I didn't really understand, like, what's this guy's deal? Like, Bro. I just said a nice thing about something you own. Well, this is, I mean, this is honestly, have, do you use or play many games that have like a chat function? Uh, I, was, in them? I, I was just about to bring this up too, because I mean, you play Realm Royale, you play yeah, Call of Duty, absolutely. right? Do you, do you actually talk to the people that you play with? Not so much. I don't like teaming up with randos, but I mean, I get called nasty names. But ah, see, that revenge, Mike. You, you need to learn. There's, yep. there's an like, unwritten rule, essentially, that like compliments 90% of the time are not really compliments when people are giving them. Yeah. So I think you just got caught in that that same filter where like if I'm online and I tell somebody I'm like hey great shot buddy and then they're just like beep 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 go to hell I hate you. Um, like, in, in, in Overwatch if you type GGWP in chat no 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 I'm sorry it's GGEZ which technically stands for good game or in that case easy like they're basically telling you like it's turned into an insult right good game but that was easy. 
if you type that in chat, right, Blizzard, the developer of the game, yeah. has actually made it so that it will auto-censor it, and instead of G-G-E-Z, it'll actually replace it with something like, oh, my mom says it's time for me to go to bed, or you know, something that basically makes fun of the person that tried to post it. Really? That's come, that comes across as that yes. like, mean of an insult? Yes, be, be, because it's the intent behind it, and this is definitely something I think that, that gaming has obviously taught me in Weirdbeard, and something that you still need to you know, I learn, guess so. learn that guy, yourself. That guy must have been self-conscious. His truck really wasn't that shiny, <laughs> was it? I thought it was pretty shiny. Look, that guy but... was just looking. He just wanted you to wave on back. He was trying to be be nice. You took it too far. So you thought you were doing him a favor. He didn't want that favor, all right? You lay off his truck. You you divert your eyes elsewhere. I just didn't realize some things were off limits when it comes to complimenting a stranger. Just trying to do something nice. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. I've seen some Fortnite and Overwatch streamers, as well as other content creators, announcing that they're leaving their respective games this past weekend. I'm curious as to uh, what happened. Did I miss something? Weird Beard, can you fill me in on this? Yeah, because, like, the biggest thing is it's really strange considering where Fortnite was less than a year ago. Uh, you know, they they brought in uh, millions and millions of people. It was the uh, only game, at least in my house, that people were talking about. Fortnite, 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 yes, Fortnite. It, it was the Walmart of video games at one point where it was just you could say Fortnite to refer to any video game. <laughs> um, but there have been droves of not only professional Twitch streamers and, and people that have been huge content creators based around that, all announcing over the past two weeks just absolutely leaving Fortnite behind. Now, where most of them are kind of, uh, you know, giving the the standard corporate response of like, oh, well, you know, I'm just very burnt out and I'd like to reassess what I'm doing and everything. But it's... There's a uh, they're and, biding their time. Yeah, so there's See, something on the horizon. You guys feel like there's something on if, the horizon coming. Uh, oh this yes. way to where they're like, oh, we if gotta this, put this on if hold. this was just Fortnite streamers, I might not bat too much of an eye at it. But there are also a few Overwatch streamers that are also they've announced quote unquote their retirement. They're not retiring. They're, they no. just you know. Not referring to themselves as Overwatch specifically. How long have they actually really played the game? Uh, thank you. The what you they're doing. From it? Good night. Exactly. You know? <laughs> and, and and this is where the, the clues come in. The fact that it's multiple games and it happens to be right around the time that people are finally getting into the uh, the beta, you know, the, the sort of test run for Riot's new game, Valorant. That right there, that's the big clue. There's this new big game that's about to come onto the scene and everybody wants to get it on the early, the early gold rush, right? They want to be the ninja of Valorant. Yeah, so like uh, Cliff's notes, Riot is the largest esport video game company that there is. Like they're they're okay. the the big big dog. They're the ones behind like League of Legends. Yes, right? that's okay. right. And then so now they're going to be releasing a new first person shooter called Valorant, and it's like just entering into this test phase where some people are playing it on Twitch and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like it's exactly poised to launch. We, we don't know when it's going to hit, but it's going to be sometime. Definitely in the next handful of months. So these big name streamers and content creators, they want to get on the ground level. They want to be in first. So they have, like, what, the lay of the land. You know, the map's better. They're going to have more of an advantage against the people that are coming in after the beta. Yeah, but it's also like King of the Hill, right? Like, the first one there is going to be the face of it. Like, that's how Ninja really blew up in Fortnite, was he was one of the first people to get on the Fortnite hype train, essentially. And if you're driving the hype train, like you, oh, you know, ride the train. Woo-hoo. Yeah, to and give you an idea, it, hype, hype. to give you an idea of just how big this is going to be. You know, you remember how big Apex Legends was when it first launched? Like all oh, yeah. the 
that's big, all you would hear about. All the big Everybody. streamers were playing it, but they were all being paid. Like Nin- Apex, bro. I'm like, Ninja, no, I'm we know, was Rumble played a million dollars to play that game, right? Yeah. Valorant over the weekend reached a million concurrent viewers on Twitch and was trending like top three on Twitter. And this is just for like a test weekend. And there's only a handful of people that have access to the yes. game. And wow. none of those people were paid to play it. Wow. It's going to be absolutely massive. So all of these content creators are basically looking at it like, you know, if I'm playing Fortnite and Overwatch when this comes out, I've already missed the train. Yeah, They the, have to be ready for it. The biggest thing, too, is uh, like there's Rainbow Six Siege is a, a quote unquote esports still, right? Like yeah. it's, a, it's a B-tier one. Um, but that's when you go to Valorant with a company like Riot, who essentially owns esports as a whole, you know that they are building a game that is geared to exa- doing exactly that. Being an it's amazing. It's going to be around. It's going to have some sus- uh, sustainability. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's going to make some money. It's going to bring a lot of eyes. Yeah. So it. it's like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go with the, the company who kind of does esports and their game is popular enough that it, it might be an esport? Or do you want to go to the company that is making a game that is designed to? To be an esport and make real like big boy money. All right, so that's that's why all these big name streamers are dropping the current game and they're picking up the new one in hopes to be on the ground level of all that cash. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah. All right, cheating in video games. Now, in competitive gaming, this is a very very bad thing. But is it really that bad in a non-competitive game? We'll discuss that in a little bit. But first, a couple professional esports players have recently been released, and we think it's because of something their moms did. Uh-oh. Oh, no. No, mom! We ruined it! <laughs> we'll find out what happened next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League, competition has officially resumed. However, there will be no more homestands this weekend, with all matches being played online. Some teams have also had to forfeit due to COVID-19. Turning our attention to the spring split of the League of Legends LCS, the playoffs are underway and are being played online as well. This weekend, we'll play host to the semifinals. In the winner's bracket, Cloud9 and Evil Geniuses square off on Saturday. NASCAR has taken to esports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend, where pro drivers compete in simulated races. April 18th was supposed to play host to the mix-up in Lyon, France. However, that event has now been postponed until July 18th. May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has now been moved back to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. You can find that over at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. Get in the game. What are we witnessing? The number one esports and video game radio show. Checkpoint XP, where gaming lives. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You've got me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard, and the one man in the room who loves a good stipulation, Robbie Landis. What does that mean? You've always got a stipulation. Anytime there's a game or a contest coming up, we, there's got to be a stipulation. Losers have to do something. Okay. Like, I just had to send you a selfie of me doing the diva pose oh, with the makeup for losing last you week's competition against you. You didn't have to agree to the, to the bet, man. He's you didn't like, have to. He's a, it's monkey paw situation. You what? always You'll get whatever your heart oh desires. Oh, my gosh. There's okay. one thing that's worth the stipulation. All right, yeah. guys. Okay. And had I, would, had I said, no, I'm not doing your diva selfie, I would have been hazed into having, having to do it. Can't prove that. You cannot prove that. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a child possibly costing their parents their job? 
What about a parent possibly costing their child their job? That's exactly what could be happening to possibly the best Counter-Strike global offensive player of 2019. Zai Wu, a player for the French team Vitality, and his mother recently sounding off on Twitter about her son even going as far as tagging the team coaches in her comments that were critical of the team and their performance. Okay, weird beard. Can you clue us in on this a little bit? What's here? going on with this weird yeah, beard? Yeah, what? So it's a little Did bit. He get of... fired for his mom's social media behavior. So it's a little, a little up in the air. He hasn't been fired quite yet, pen to paper, uh, quote unquote. Yeah, but really, like, so Zai Wu, who was the best player of 2019 in Counter Strike Global Offensive, like, literally, he carried his team. Like, was... like, there's no question, hands down, this is the dude. Absolutely, this Sad- is the Michael Jordan. Of CSGO. Uh, maybe just 2019. Okay, fair enough. So, like, sure. not of all time. But he's a huge player. And uh, he plays for a French team, Team Vitality. And out of nowhere, uh, after Vitality's been struggling in Season 11 play, um, his mom popped up on Twitter. Uh-oh. And it instantly, because, you know, the CSGO community loves a little red meat, um, kind of blew up in the fact that she was on Twitter talking uh, crap about not only the team, but also about how her son Zaiwu is frustrated and not feeling confident, and it's all because of these coaches. Sounds and like those hockey moms. It, that's exactly what it was. Dad, get into it with the umpire. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Strike. And uh, so she got in there and she was talking a bunch of smack, and uh, she tagged the coaches, and now essentially Zaiwu has gone radio silent. You cannot hear from him. You think his mom See, took away his Twitter? Oh, definitely. Like, either that or the coaches. There had to have been a, a come-to-Jesus moment. Oh, okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. So, so someone's mom goes on Twitter and complains, you know, about the well-being of her son, which, by the way... Embarrassing. Moms <laughs> are wont to do, guys. That's what moms do, yes, right? That's what moms are supposed to do, yes. but it's also still... Embarrassing, Okay, mom. maybe, but Team Vitality, a professional counter-strike team... Can't put up with a mom throwing a little bit of flack their way. And the worst part is really this puts Zaiwu in the worst position because he, uh, since he doesn't speak English, like he speaks a little bit of English, but not like amazingly well. He's essentially left with only three teams that he'd be able to play with because all the other players. Of the communication? Yeah, the communication problems do pop up. And, uh, or even building a team from scratch. But he is in the prime of his CSGO, like, career right now, and he has no realistic plans okay. to play. It, first of all, it doesn't seem like he was doing very well on Team Vitality. Like, if we're saying that he's the best player of 2019, yes. but Team Vitality was kind of struggling, so we don't think he's the problem. Well, right? No, because it, the team vitality was doing great, and then he continued to be excellent, and the rest of the team just boom. Yeah, so it seems like it's a problem with the team. I feel like Zywoo needs to go somewhere else, because especially if your coaches are getting triggered by some mom basically letting you have it on Twitter, th- that's not a team that I would want to be a part of, right? They should be able to look at that and shrug it off. You don't think that the team could be trying to shop him around somewhere else because of that loudmouth mom that's... You know, harping in the back no, about her son. No, come on. Whether it's a mom or fans, this is part of sports in general and esports, right? People get upset about stuff all the time. And if we take it to social media and complain about it, who cares? It's social media. All right. Well, there's an issue you probably never hear about in professional sports. You don't hear any about the professional basketball players' moms chiming in about what the coach is doing with their their players. So it's interesting. It's an interesting issue to see come up in the esports world. Now, something you probably do hear about in the esports world is cheating. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and video games. And now Call of Duty Warzone is one of the largest games in the world right now. 
an update to the standard Call of Duty formula that saw it turn into a Battle Royale-style game, a la Fortnite, where you have a large number of people in a game competing to become the last one standing. However, the game has been plagued by an onslaught of cheaters and hackers, as evidenced by this clip from one of the largest streamers on Twitch, Nadeshot. It's going to ruin the entire experience. You made a great game. Just be proud of that. Incredible achievement. I love this game. Fantastic job. I won't take that away from you, but the hacking is going to ruin the game. And you have yeah, no solution for it. Hey, boys. They need to get uh, software straight up. I'm just bummed, man. I love this game, and I don't want it to die out because of too many people hacking. So, as you can hear, there are people that are frustrated with the way that Warzone is playing right now. It's one of the largest games, essentially. 30, I think it peaked near, near or I don't know if it went beyond this, but 30 million players wow. last we had, uh, had reported. And there was a, uh, a thing that happened. It was actually put on by a YouTuber named Keemstar. He's Keemstar, like, the drama king! Yeah, he's yeah. huge. And they had Warzone Wednesdays, and there was 25,000 people people watching across the different Twitch platforms and everything, and it was filled with hackers. So you had 25,000 people watching hackers essentially just destroy the competition. Now, these confirmed hackers, because you know what I say a lot of times when I play a video game and I'm losing... What? It's hackers. <laughs> it's, hackers! it's an easy go-to to make yourself feel better about losing. I'm killed by hackers, and, guys. And we know, you know, from Ninja and Nadeshot, we've seen it before. All these guys have pretty fragile egos when it comes to that kind of thing. I will say, though, some of the videos that you've you've seen and heard of from big people are also being reported on by smaller players as well. People with maybe not as much to gain from being... Uh, you know, fragile with well, their Well, you know, I mean, being that it is a newer game, and I know a lot of these games when they first come out, you know, they tout anti-cheat software, blah, 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 all types of stuff like that, right? But there's also, once your game is put out there into, you know, sort of the ecosystem, there are a lot of things that you maybe couldn't have accounted for yourself. So I wouldn't be surprised if since this is a newer game, there are, you know, some, some cheat programs that people have made that maybe haven't been quashed just yet. So in that regards, if this is the case... It is something that Activision needs to get on sooner rather than later because even something like Fortnite, you know, when it came to their online qualifiers was something that was always plagued by cheaters that they didn't really seem to do a whole lot about. Well, another thing that Nadeshot said in that uh, that earlier video we played, what I found funny was he was like, oh, this is going to be one of the largest franchises in video games. We're going to make it a battle royale, but those four guys on the next floor up, we're going to put them in charge of, you know, anti, anti-cheating and everything like well, that. Hopefully like, it's their all-star team of anti-cheater <laughs> detectors. There's like, only four of them. They, there's entire companies that have anti-cheating divisions that are built yes. around stuff like this. Like it feels so tacked on and is an afterthought. I can't. Can you come back from that? Well, if if you, first of all, if you want to compete in the esports space, like if you want to be taken seriously, like your League of Legends, like your Overwatch, you need to put more into it. Right? You're always going to have cheaters. There's no way to completely get rid of them forever. But you do need to put a big concerted effort because when it comes to, to, to competition, whether it's traditional sports or it's esports, we all want to know that the competitive integrity of this game is intact. Yeah, cheating is going to come no matter what kind of game you're playing. If there's a competition involved, there's going to be cheaters. The McMillions, you know, cheaters in the Monopoly game. Okay. Uh, Wait, what? People that cheated on uh, Press Your Luck, the people that cheated on The Price is Right. Okay, all right, all right, all right. The Price is Right thing, those people did not cheat. They prepared. It's not our fault. It's not their fault that they use the same prices over years and years and years of the game show. Oh, interesting. Now, spin there, what I have Robbie. to ask you, James, is if you are accosted with all kinds of cheaters when you're playing a game, does that yeah. turn you off from playing? Like, does, you know, or do you just kind of go, well, I hope they fix that soon? Like... 
Honestly, if I know for a fact, 100%, that the people that are killing me are 100% cheating, it puts me off from playing the game. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. But for me, my excuse is, is a hacker, is a cheater, uh, something's <laughs> lagging, my internet sucks. There's always an excuse why I'm dying. So I'd have to see like definitive proof, like, okay, these guys are cheating. There's no way I can win against the cheaters. So I'm going to put this game down and move on to something else. Robbie, are you drawn off? Are you, are you quick it, to if, call? If it's in a competitive mode, yes, because the whole point is to try and climb the ladders. And if I feel like I'm being like blocked out and there's no way to get over that but cheat myself, I'm out. Now, I'll still play like quick played modes or like, you know, just play it with fun for friends. And that doesn't really bother me because, again, you're just you're just playing it for the lulls at that point. All right. Would cheaters in the game turn you off from playing it? Let us know on social media. Give us a tweet at Checkpoint XP. Ahead next, when we get back, we're going to talk about cheating in video games some more. Is there ever a time when cheating in video games is okay? We'll discuss that when we come back on Checkpoint XP. Live from the Checkpoint XP studios. He's about to pull off oh. the Alamo. Oh. He's unbelievable. Nico is on fire. Oh my goodness. How does he do this? On radio's number one show for esports and competition. Checkpoint XP Radio. A Beasley esports product. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP. Your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and somebody who has spent more time in the gulag than in the actual war zone this past week. Me. James Campbell. How many times have you gotten out of the gulag? Out of the gulag? Uh, maybe a, a dozen or so oh, times. Okay, not, 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 not too, too bad. bad but about 50-50, you think? Yeah, but I've, I've had to be bought back into the game much more than I've actually escaped the gulag. Do you have, Do you get like the, the rush of adrenaline every single time? Do you just, like, it hits your bloodstream? Every time I smoke a mofo in the gulag, <laughs> I am high! <laughs> I'm so high! He's the king of the gulag! All right, we're talking cheating in video games. Now, is there ever a time when cheating in video games is okay? Obviously, it's very frowned upon in competitive play. But Weird Beard, tell us a little bit about cheating in Animal Crossing. Do you think that's cool? Is there a way to cheat in that game? So if you've spent any time on Gamer Twitter, which is a, uh, a subsection of Twitter, which is just filled with nerds, um, there's been controversy lately about the way that people are playing the only game that has been getting most people through the quarantine process. Uh, James, have you ever played an Animal Crossing game? I have not. Okay. So here's what I've heard. You collect bells to pay a mortgage from raccoons. Yes, that <laughs> yeah. is correct. Okay. Uh-huh. That's so. an accurate description. So really, like, a lot of the game is based around an internal clock system that your your gaming system has, right? So uh, if you remember back on Facebook with Farmville um, or any kind of mobile playing game for the most part, if you were to, like, plant a crop, that you yes. would want to harvest. Oh my you gosh, have, Weird Beard, you are so boring. All right, have, look, you have a loan that you have to pay off. You go yeah. around, you can chop down trees, you plant flowers, you get whatever you can, you gather, right? So you get jobs. And you gather, and then you pay it back, and then you build stuff, and you get to make your own island city. But you That's have, what it's about. Yeah, but you have to wait. All the things are gate gate-kept by how long it is. So if you plant something, you have to wait, like, maybe a, an actual day. So if, you, if you're like, I'm going to chop down trees, you have to go chop down the trees, yep. and you have to wait two hours until you're done chopping No, you down have to trees. wait a few days. You plant a the trees. Days. That's right. So what people are doing is they're changing the internal clock of their Switch to say, all right, I'm done playing on Tuesday, but now, Switch, it's Wednesday. So everything's growing back up, and this is referred to as time traveling so it really it got me curious are you ever okay with cheating since this is a non-competitive game i'm somebody 
who I understand. I wouldn't do it, but I understand maybe why somebody well, would want see, to. See, I wouldn't do it either because I feel like it takes away from my own accomplishments. Like, I'm not actually working for it, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I saw some dude on Twitter who's like, anyone out there who time travels in Animal Crossing, you're literally worse than Hitler. And Ooh. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> bro. Strong words. You need to calm down yeah, because time be traveling and cheating in Animal Crossing doesn't affect you at all. Like, if I if I time-traveled and built up, like, this big, grand, luxurious island, you know what that's going to do to your island, James? What? Nothing. Do you cheat? Oh, Nothing. Video, then cheat on, my friends. Do you cheat in video games, James? Uh, not so much. You've I don't never really play... used a Game Shark or a Game Genie, the, the, the you know, the cartridges I've used the Konami code. Do. I've used okay. the Konami code growing up. Yeah, absolutely. See, but... if it's programmed into the game... I don't think that it's cheating. I agree with you. I agree with now, you. Now, really? hold on. Some people will go so far as to say that if you can do it within the confines of the game, such as time traveling, which I think is cheating, but do it because it's not affecting me. I think the people that try to argue that, like, like there was a, a, a time in Fortnite where people would stretch their screens longer than they did, so it'd be all distorted, mm-hmm. but it would allow them to technically see more of what was around them. It would increase their field of vision, right? The developer said, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. And, like, instituted a rule that you're not allowed to. But you could still technically do it. Nah, that ain't cool. You know, I feel like if, if it's in the game, you're just, you're using the tools that you have uh, at your disposal to your advantage. So now, so this time travel or whatever in Animal Crossing, to me, it definitely seems like cheating. Does it bother me? Not really, because it doesn't really have an effect on me. But if you start walking around like I paid off my mortgage and you're, you know, super <laughs> cool about it, I'd be like, calm down, time traveler. Calm, calm down here. But if you're talking like third person view, um, like in a first person shooter, not a first person shooter, but you know what I'm saying, like in Fortnite, you like got if that someone downloads person. a program that alters the game itself, yes, like aimbot, cool. things like that. But if you're just like peeking around corners with a third person view. That, to me, is totally legit. All right, what do you feel about that? Are you a dirty, stinking, lousy cheater? <laughs> Are you just like an honest, to goodness, clean cheater? <laughs> Let us know on social media. Give us a tweet, at Checkpoint XP. Now, earlier, you heard Crims pull a clutch play to seal the win for his team and nailed it. And guess what, everybody? It's officially time to find out who failed it. From the high highs. An absolute monster. To the low lows. Who nailed it and who failed it on Checkpoint XP Radio. Now, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is finally out. If you're one of the many who decided to digitally download the game, you're probably already playing it. But if you want to get your hands on a physical copy, due to the COVID-19 quarantine, you may need to wait a bit longer. While waiting, you might want to get your hype meter up by watching the newest trailer. Actually, don't. Don't do it. Wait, why? Don't do it. Don't do it, Weird Beer. <laughs> it has spoilers in it from oh, the new what? content in the game. That's yes. right. Yep. Square Enix, why would you put spoilers in the trailer? You failed it. No spoiler alert. Video game nerds will rage across the world. You, you know who else did this? Uh, EA did this for the Jedi Fallen Order trailer back uh, last year during Thanksgiving. Had the big ending reveal. Just smacked it right up on the screen during the Super Bowl. Oh, great. Getting real sloppy, game creators. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. Now, if you ever miss any of our nailed it and failed it moments, make sure you head on over to CheckpointXP.com to see them all. They're posted up for your viewing pleasure. Now, it's time to see how well Weird Beard and I know popular video games. Robbie has a list of the top 20 most popular games of all time. Can we guess which games made the list? That's right. So this list comes to us courtesy of GameDesigning.org. And it's interesting the way that they constructed this list is there are two factors they took into consideration. 
name recognition, the ability to go up to somebody, say a game name, and see if they know what you're talking oh, about I'm gonna or get, not. I'm going to nail these. And fond memories, right? So keep those in mind as you are trying to guess the 20 most popular video games of all time. And since you seem so confident here, James, well, I want to say, are there any on you. the list that are complete, 100% obvious titles? Uh, there, there are a lot of very, what I would call popular titles here. I, I, I think that technically you guys should be able to get everything on this list and there are there's no repeats right like like if there's two from the same series that's on there so it's not gonna be mario brothers two three correct galaxy all right so let's mario is on there uh yes mario is on here at number 13 legend of zelda legend of zelda is on here at 11 good job uh tetris tetris is on here at 19 not bad guys batting 100 so far kirby's dreamland uh you know what Kirby is not on Kirby's here. Kirby's not on there. Kirby's wow. Not Kirby on here. A classic no. Nintendo but there character. is something on here that Kirby would be in. Um, how about uh, Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog is on here at number 17. Building on that hint from Kirby, I'm going Super Smash Brothers. Number 14. You got it. All right. Um, ooh, now we're starting to run into the kind of deeper pulls. Uh, can we do like a Metal Gear one? Metal Gear Solid is on good here one. at number 10. That's good because I was thinking the Mega Man. Mega Man, not what? on here. Disrespectful. Yeah. How disrespectful. No, what you a know, slap in the face. I've never played Mega Man. I'm okay with it. Oh, my goodness. You're missing um, out. All right. What about, um, oh, now I got to now I gotta dig really far. In you guys brain. haven't even got half of them we're yet, and you're already like talking NES. about digging? Yeah, we're already. Um, well, do you have any more? Because those are my big mascot Mario Kart? Ones. Ooh. Mario Kart is not on here. Crash oh, Bandicoot man. is not on here. Oh, Ooh, you guys man. are falling now. Start start to think keep keep thinking of big franchises, guys. Oh, this is Final hard. Fantasy. Final Fantasy is on okay. there at number eight. Alright, so we have seven of them. Have we got the number one yet? You have not. We haven't even got the number one yet. It's not Mario. No, it's not um, Mario. The, it's not Sonic. No. Big franchises, guys. There's still plenty of pull out of World the big Warcraft. franchises here. Number three. There we go. Ding, 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 ding. Right. Getting up there. So are we getting that? Okay, let's try this. Like uh, League of Legends? Not on there. Ooh. Odd. Because that was going to be my next guess. How about Fortnite? Fortnite is not on oh, here. Oh, I thought it was going to be number one. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, God. What are some uh, big... Title like big Resident uh, Evil. Nope, but we've oh. we've, we've talked about some of these uh, today on this show. Ooh, we've uh, talked about them today on the show. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. No, we can talk about that on the show. Not today. No. Not this episode. CS:GO. CS:GO. Number two. Counter Strike. That crazy. Animal uh, Crossing. Nope. Now you're just going back through the notes. Yeah. Um. There, there's one mobile I'm game using my on here. at my disposal uh, for my advantage. Pac-Man. Number twenty. Pac-Man. There we go. All right. Do we okay. have the number there's one game? There's a mobile huh? one. There, there's said. one mobile one on here. Candy Crush. It's not Candy Crush. Oh, man. What else is big on mobile? What else is big on mobile that everybody's playing? They've had two movies based on this mobile oh, game. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. Angry Birds. It's Angry Birds at Woo! number six. I thought of another one. This okay. is one that uh, we were talking about cheating earlier. I cheated so much in this game so that I had money. It's another building game. The Sims. The Sims is on there at number 16. Oh, who didn't cheat on The Sims? That's what I'm saying. Come on. <laughs> you guys got eight to go here. Oh, wow. We still have eight more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and, and there's still some big franchise ones on here. Like, these are games that have multiple installments. Wow. Can you give us, like, a like a clue towards, yeah, like, what kind? Like, is it an RPG? Is it a role-playing game? Ooh, let's see. We have at least two RPGs on here. We have two more first-person shooters. Uh, uh, Skyrim? Skyrim is number five. Yeah. Okay. Fallout. Fallout's not on here. Oh, my goodness. What about... Um, two big esports on here. 
Rocket League. Not Rocket League. What? My voice is All right, really, all right. I'm going to go ahead really and give high. you the rest of these guys. Uh, number 18, I don't know that you would have got this one, but Wii Sports uh, was Uh-oh. on there. Uh, Diablo 3 coming in at number right, cool. 15. Pokemon? Uh, Come we're, on, guys. We're I'm we're so dumb. not a Pokemon, Pokemon guy. But Pokemon Go captured the entire world's attention a few years ago. It was the closest we'll ever get to global peace. Uh, number nine. Halo? Oh, Come Halo. on, for shame. They're back into the video for game For shame. How about Call of oh, Duty, oh, guys? That hurts. Come on. That, that stings. We're dumb. That one stings <laughs> really bad. Super dumb. What Did about, we ever get the number one? What about Grand Theft Auto? Oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Number four. And the number one game that you guys didn't oh. get, which has inspired an entire generation of gamers. What is it? Minecraft. Oh, what? that's number one. That's number what one. What a letdown. Yep. There's your list, here. guys. You didn't do too bad. You no, didn't do did too good. bad. Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. That goes to show the knowledge Weird Beard and I have in popular video games. So none. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd say about 50-50. <laughs> we get number one. When we come back, Robbie's going to check the gaming headlines. What do you have coming up, Robbie? To help their uh, partnered streamers during the COVID-19 pandemic, Mixer has actually decided to give back, but some people think it might be a little more of an insult than anything else. Ooh, we'll find out what that's all about next on Checkpoint XP. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weirdbeard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. I'm James Campbell, and along with me is Robbie Landis, and the one guy in the room trying to figure out a way to pay his real-life mortgage with Bell's Weirdbeard. I wish that I could just go dig up things in my yard and go, here you go, landlord. Thank you. Leave me alone for can a while you, yeah, now. Can you plant some trees and then change the time on your your phone forward and go turn them in for cash? Would you not if you had that ability in oh, real life? that real life ability. How, how many, yeah, how right many of your loans in Animal Crossing have you paid off so far? Uh, not many. I put very little uh, like thought on fiscal responsibility. Oh, man. So I, his I, Animal Crossing life is much like his real life. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm on my third loan for like a half a million, right? My girlfriend's on like her seventh. She's up to like 1.5. Million, and she's just like banging them out. Are there any games you can play for 24 hours straight? We put that question out on social media and we'll have your responses in a little bit. But first, hey! Oh! The guy is unreal! My goodness! Here's another esports gaming update with Robbie Landis on Checkpoint XP Radio. Everyone and their mother have been playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, catching fish, harvesting lumber, building houses, and everything in between. And the game's first holiday event began this week for Easter where different kinds of eggs are popping up literally everywhere. In fact, popping up probably a bit too much. After just a few days, people are sick of it already. How many times, Weird Beard, have you went to pull up a fish thinking it's going to be something cool? Is another dang water egg. A lot. So, James, I feel like you're listening to an alien <laughs> conversation yeah, let me right know what, what is going on with the eggs? Um, the eggs are bad? So, they ha- essentially, Animal Crossing launched, and then they wanted to really make sure that uh, the players felt uh, supported. So, they did an additional event. Yeah, it's it's a, which is cool. It's essentially Easter-themed, right? Mm-hmm. You have a bunny character, and now you find all these eggs, and right? And you, you use the eggs as the ingredients to now make Easter-themed stuff. But the oh, problem okay. so is, if you want to spruce up your joint sure. in the Animal Crossing, you yeah. want some Easter decor, you got to find these eggs. But after you've made all your Easter stuff, you still keep getting the eggs. And now maybe you don't want the eggs. Maybe now you want the stuff that the eggs have been replacing. 
Well, luckily, Nintendo has issued an update that has dialed back the eggs. Because so it was it was literally it was too much. every was single too much. thing. I've never heard of a bigger first world problem in my <laughs> entire life than Animal Crossing Easter eggs, guys. You're not wrong. Speaking of first world problems, it seems that everyone's trying to do their part during this global pandemic. Microsoft-owned streaming platform is also doing what they can to help their partnered streamers. Anyone on the platform who has earned the partnered title is going to receive a bonus cash injection. Would everyone, anyone like to guess how much? This is Microsoft money. How much are they willing to give to their partners Bill Gates to, cash? to help them through this crisis? What about 500 That's not bad. That, that would pay half of my rent for a month. James? So let's see. So this is... Microsoft money, right? Yep. So so Bill they're, Gates. And they're, they're giving a stimulus check essentially to their cash. to their partners, but it's still for radio or for video game nerds. So okay. it's well, video game nerds need some cash for electronics and things. Mm-hmm. And going with what the government is promising some people, I'm going to say thousand dollars, one hundred bucks. What? They're giving each of their partnered streamers a hundred bucks. What would a hundred bucks do for you guys? Uh, That's less than what my grandma gives me for birthdays. <laughs> A hundred dollars? That's that's groceries for a week. That's, I thought we were partnered, Microsoft. That's literally Bill Gates went through and cleaned out his couch and yeah. they did all the stuff that Here's was in the crash. Some pocket change, yeah. some crumbs. Actually, yep. that's crumbs from the couch. A, a lot of people are feeling a little insulted by it, but you know what? Hundred still better than nothing. Yeah, I mean it's nice that they're putting some thought into it, mm-hmm. but maybe maybe one hundred twenty-five. <laughs> Last week we reported on a Boston Globe story about GameStops in Boston that were still open and instructing employees to do curbside orders and pickups by putting a plastic bag around their hands and reaching out the door. Woof. That epic saga has finally come to its conclusion as Boston authorities have shut down the GameStop. But they're in essential, Robbie. <laughs> Where are the gamers going to get their games? They're essential. Well, you know what, James? Don't worry, because coming up in our next segment in about 10 minutes, we'll talk about another game store that is continuing the GameStop crusade of being absolutely terrible. I told you, they're essential. So one of my favorite stories coming out about the release of Animal Crossing, yes, we're back to Animal Crossing again, uh, is that of an 88-year-old named Aubrey, or or Audie, as she's called, has gained fame online for putting over 4,300 hours into Animal Crossing New Leaf on the GameCube, uh, a game that she still plays to this day. She has since started her new town in New Horizons, but says she can't leave behind all her flowers in New Leaf, and she plans to split her attention between the two games. In addition to that, there may also be a reference to her in the new game. There is a pink-clad wolf villager who shares the same name as her villager, Audie. Now, if you were going to be immortalized in a video game that you played and everything, what would you want the creators to do for you? I would want to be immortalized in a massively multiplayer online game of my choice, probably something like World of Warcraft. And I think I would want it to be an item of some sort that has like a little like hint or clue as to who I am in it somewhere. James? I, I want to know what item they would make Robbie into. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out now. Like, well, what kind of item is Robbie going to be? I don't know, what, like a weapon or like a, like a sword or like a gun or a bow or something. Well, I don't know. Where's your mind going, you weirdo? I don't know. I, don't, I think it'd be less of a lethal item in the game. I oh, <laughs> wow. If I'm going to be immortalized in the game, honestly, make me a male porn star in Grand Theft Auto. Oh, hell That's yeah. That's not bad. That's yes. pretty good. That's pretty like good. Like Hung Johnson or something. You know, I got to have a cool <laughs> nickname. Last week, the Hangzhou Spark, Chengdu Hunters, Guangzhou Charge, and the Shanghai Dragons all had their first matches in the Overwatch League. Their performances were first delayed due to the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. In their first week, all four teams went 1-1. and 
With the second week in the books, how these four teams compare to each other is finally starting to become a bit clearer. The Dragons are now 3-1, and one. the Spark in charge are still tied at 2-2, two and two, and the Hunters are sitting at 1-3, and three, which, by the way, prior to their performances, to them uh, debuting on the stage, is exactly how me and Jake ranked them on uh, the show that we do for Overwatch League, The Owl's Nest, which you can find over at CheckpointXP.com. Now, I checked, uh, I checked that show out, actually, this weekend. Um, and one of the things that you essentially came to is you wanted to say almost all of the teams are tied at second. Like, they're all just right there yep. in the middle of the pack with them. Is there going to be – are we going to find out anytime soon if they're going to separate? Or do you think it's Yes, gonna... I, I think that this is the beginning of that separation. The Dragons, far and away, I think, are the better team than the rest of them. Uh, the Hunters are fun to watch, but unfortunately, you know, when it comes to their team cohesion and the compositions that they play, they tend to fall behind. And I think both the Spark and the Charge are going to continue to fight it out for that middle spot. As the quarantine continues and we continue to self-isolate, more and more people are playing video games. Steam has broken another record, one they just set a few weeks ago. Their concurrent peak user count rose to 24.5 million gamers. Wow. This number will likely continue to rise as more new games come out in the weeks and months ahead. And this is just one platform. Imagine if we took the people like from Epic Games and like from the Blizzard Games and all the people playing Warzone, all the people playing video games right now, it's amazing. Not to be uh, depressing, but it's because so many people are losing jobs. Like if you lose I your mean, job yeah. and there's nowhere else to go and nothing else to do. You go sorrow in a video game. This is the only time in like the probably past forever to where it's been like, oh, what are you doing? Playing video games? Stay on that, buddy. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Gaming News Update. For more, head on over to our website, CheckpointXP.com. Thank you, Robbie, for that update. And what a crazy time it is to be a gamer. We've been saying it for weeks now. Staying home is important. Isolating yourself to reduce the risk of spread is one of the best ways we can help fight back against the COVID-19 pandemic. And I just think it's great to see all these games and organizations like the World Health Organization also encouraging people to stay home and play more. I mean, yes, it is good. Obviously, I think more people being able to embrace these games is is, is great for the scene and, and, and helps for you know overall the mainstream to, to accept gamers more. But at the same time, six months ago, you know, the World Health Organization was also like, hey, gaming is an addiction. Gaming is bad. Yeah. Is your kid addicted to gaming? He needs to get help. So, he needs to use it as a way to kind of scare parents. It, that's exactly what it is. And I just feel like once again, you know, we're, we're just being used to basically, you know, push forward, you know, whatever the current agenda is. Which in this case, please do stay home. And, and don't go out, you know, help, help reduce the spread. But, you know, it, it's, it's funny because there are now games, too, that, that are within the game are encouraging you to play more, stay at home more, you know, doing their part. And it's funny because I just remember, you know, back when uh, one of the first massively multiplayer online games that I got into, Final Fantasy XI, uh, every time you would log in, the first message that would pop up in front of you that you had to click, like, OK to get past was like, hey, we know you enjoy our world, but don't forget to go outside. You know, don't forget you have a family. You have work. Don't ignore all those things. Like, hey, nerd, go take a shower. <laughs> exactly, and now everyone's just like playing like the game. Uh, it's funny though because like a lot of times when you when you hear somebody call another person like, oh, you're a gamer in your parents' basement, like it's always a derogatory. Oh yeah, a, a basement dwelling nerd. Yeah. yeah, like, and so I think it's funny now because there's so many people that are like out and proud of playing video games and they're just like I've played 500,000 hours of Call of Duty in the past two weeks and people are like applauding them about it but if you had done that pre-COVID they'd be like hey loser why don't you go get a life that's true do you think we'll go back to that like coming out the other side of this when people get to start going back to their jobs do you think that more people will be more accepting of games or do you think it'll go back to being like the loser thing to do 
honestly, I think it's going to go back to the yeah. loser oh. thing to do. Just the way people are. Like, I, I wish I wish it was more accepting, and I wish people would be more positive about it. But I just feel like I don't see that. The one thing that I will say, though, is I think, like, we talked about it last week with how many uh, Nintendo Switches has been sold. They're, like, out of stock, essentially, everywhere mm-hmm. and overpriced on eBay right now. Um, I think it might be a thing that parents realize they can do with their kids, right? Like, there's been a whole thing where gaming is a thing that's only for the younger generation and only kids play video games. Oh, true. Well, maybe we could take this time now to change that message to be a more of a family-centered thing. Yeah, like play, you know, Mario Party with your kids so that, you know, or you want to play Fortnite with your kids. There's more to games than Grand Theft Auto, stealing cars, like the stuff that they hear the bad things about, uh, the first-person shooters, the Call of Duties, like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. You got to let people know there's all these other games out there. And actually, maybe the time that they're spending with their family discovering these games might actually help change. You've almost changed my whole opinion. Yeah. Like if, we can, <laughs> if we can get families to game together, we might be able to change that message. Could you play one game for an entire stretch of 24 hours? Find out what games Checkpoint XP listeners could play nonstop for an entire day in a little bit. But first, are you someone that's been too busy to check out some of the latest releases? Well, coming up next, we have a segment to help you catch up on some of the most popular titles you may have missed. The Patient Gamer is next. On Checkpoint XP. Students are playing more video games than ever, and that's not a bad thing anymore. With Checkpoint XP on campus, you can peek into the world of college, esports, and gaming. We talk to personalities in the space like Phasix, who retired from the Overwatch League to join a college team, or thought leaders like James O'Hagan of the Academy of Esports, who's leading the charge on blending education and video games. It's not all black holes and floss dances. Games can lead to college scholarships, and we can tell you where on Checkpoint XP on campus. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're hanging with me, James Campbell, along with Weird Beard, and Checkpoint XP's most accomplished Pokemon hatcher. Robbie Landis. How's the breeding Okay, going, you know, Robbie? it's not just about the hatching. You could call me the world's most accomplished Pokemon master because did you know I have caught them all? You've caught them all? That's Every something I've one? done. Well, not with the most recent generation, oh. but prior to that, I have caught all of them. I say picks or it didn't happen. I'll, I'll get you picks then. Coming your way. Show <laughs> me those Pokemon Coming picks, Coming your Robbie. way. I want to see those Pokemon picks. <laughs> Now, we all know a lot of listeners love gaming, but life comes at you fast, and you don't always have the time to keep up on the gaming news, let alone all the latest games. So we're bringing you The Patient Gamer. Each week, Robbie and Weirdbeard are going to tell us about a hit game that came out a few years ago or so, and that maybe you, you might have missed. Something that's easy to get into and well worth the time. Robbie, what game are you suggesting this week for The Patient Gamer? So we're going with a narrative-based action-adventure game with a little bit of survival element called The Last of Us. Do I need to remind you what is out there? Once upon a time, I had somebody that I cared about. And in this world, that sort of good for one thing. Getting you killed. So in The Last of Us, you play the role of Joel. And uh, during his story, an outbreak of a mutant cordyceps fungus ravages the United States, transforming its human hosts into these aggressive 
creatures known as the infected. And this is actually what based... What a perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> the timing game, guys. Well, you know, this is actually based on a real thing, the, the, the cordyceps fungus, but it mostly just affects like bugs and ants and spiders and, and, and stuff like that. But so through the story, Joel goes through some traumatic moments in the opening of the game, and there's this big time jump where he meets Ellie, a young girl who seems to be immune to the infection, and, she has to pre- and he has to protect Ellie from everything from the infected clickers to human gangs as he tries to get her someplace that can maybe use her in some way to find a cure for the infection, like, a, like that's, a zombie. That's what they that call, what they the, call the infected zombies? because they make like this clicking those noise. Are those guys with the, like the chewed up yeah. gum for a mask it's, 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 for a it's face, like fungus and like oh, it's stuff. fungus. Yeah, okay, that makes more yeah. sense now. Yeah, that yeah. Is a fungus yeah. it's it, it can be a tense game, but I mean, front to beginning, you're looking at maybe 15, 20 hours top tops for this game, and there's nothing you know overly complicated that goes into the mechanics you know it's nothing nothing new that you've ever seen in games before so it's something that's really easy to play like you know an hour or or a stage one night and then come back you know maybe on the weekend play a few more and within two or three weeks if you're just dedicating you know one or two hours a time to it it's something you can easily get through and not be completely lost which i think is something that a lot of games nowadays you know kind of leave Sort of in the dust. You know, a lot of games are like, you need 60 hours to get through this, and you have to learn all the mechanics, and there's this huge tutorial. So there's no big, gr- there's not a lot of grinding. Exactly. Going on. No, it's there's all no grinding. story. It's, everything that you do in the game revolves around the story or progresses the character or the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, to put it like a movie, like there are a lot of movies out there that I think are really good, and I've watched them one time, but I won't watch them again. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't want to invest the time i know what it is it's a great narrative and that's how i feel a lot with this game is like when you play through it you get the you get the full story at least the story that that game offers and they essentially say okay here's a beginning middle end here's how the characters progress and you give a damn about them and then you get through it and that's it Mm -hmm. whereas there's like there's not a uh, a feeling of like oh i've got to go back and play it on a new game plus and i have to get all the secrets and event like it's it's narrative based that's what it's well, all and it's about. best to do it right now too. With obviously, The Last of Us Two has been you know delayed uh, indefinitely now until the, the 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 crisis is over. But you know, getting it out of the way now so that you can enjoy the next one when it comes out is the perfect chance to do so. Uh, you can get it on PlayStation Three and Four through the PlayStation Network, and right now it's actually on sale. Normally it's twenty dollars, but you can get it for only fifteen right now. Nice, there's some savings for you. Uh, one question I have about this is it like kind of a puzzle base? Like, what kind of tasks are you doing th- within the game? So uh, it's considered a uh, action adventure game, right? So usually you're you're tasked with like, all right, you have to get from point A to point B, and there's you know character building and development going on through it, but you're basically trying to survive. So you might have to go through like an abandoned office building that's filled with these infected. So you have to find a way to sneak around or trick them into going different ways and just sort of avoid them. Or in other cases, it might be humans that you're going up so against. So it's a lot of strategy and outsmarting the computer. Yes. If, if you've played Uncharted or any game in there the Uncharted yep. series, you're also going to like this game. Awesome. That's a great, uh, great way to put it. So do you want to take your mind off of a pandemic by playing a game about a <laughs> pandemic? Well, there you go. The Patient Gamer is showing you The Last of Us, available on the PlayStation 3 and 4, and on sale right now for $15. Calling all cosplayers. Don't let this quarantine stifle your creativity. We want to see your best quarantine cosplay. Upload your best cosplay that you've created during your stay at home to get in the running to score a $100 gift card to Joanne's Fabric and Craft Store and maybe put that towards your next cosplay adventure. Whether it's a completed masterpiece or a collage of the process, make sure to upload your photo today and win at CheckpointXP.com slash contest. Never miss anything again. No way. Stay on top of your game by heading to CheckpointXP.com to get in the game.
Now, another game store is in trouble for being dumb. <laughs> That's right. So this time, I've actually never heard of these before. I feel like it's an off-brand GameStop. Have you guys heard of... It's like a knockoff of yeah. GameStop? Yeah, have you heard of Game Exchange? Game Exchange? Yeah, no. like Exchange. Like yeah. they're ripping off the X-Men? Uh, I don't know, but basically some, some Game Exchange stores are remaining open in some locations, and they have sent out an email from corporate to their stores. The email lists several guidelines to follow to protect yourself and combat the virus. Now, the first thing I want to say for those listening... These claims made in this email are completely unsubstantiated. For example, they say take a sip of warm water every 20 minutes because this keeps your mouth moist and washes away the virus that's entered your mouth and it puts it into your stomach where the gastric juices will neutralize it before it can get to the lungs. I've seen uh, people that are like my grandma saying this on Facebook. Yes. So it does not uh, like surprise me that an idiot CEO somewhere was just like, I saw it on Facebook. Yep. This real. was specifically debunked last week by Dr. Fahim Yanis, chief of infectious diseases at the University of Maryland. But another one. Gargle with antiseptic and warm water like vinegar or salt or lemon every day if possible. Again, this was just a myth. Now, again, this is something like these people are at work having to work during the pandemic and corporates like do these things to protect yourself. So this is something the company is telling the employees to yep. do while they're on the job. Oh, listen to this one. If you cannot wash your clothes daily, hang them in sunlight, which also helps to neutralize the virus. No, it doesn't. It does not. That does not work. That does not help. What makes me the most angry is that this email is definitely sent on by people that are not currently having to be on the front line working. Try to avoid eating and drinking anything cold. What? That's not going to do anything. And then finally, this is the worst one. This is so bad. This is not true. Do not do this. It does not work. Experts suggest doing this simple verification every morning. Breathe in deeply and hold your breath for 10 seconds. If this can be done without coughing, without difficulty, this shows that there is no fibrosis in the lungs, indicating the absence of an infection. No, it doesn't! How do chain letters still exist in the year 2020? And why are you sending them to your employees? This is madness. I've never seen such a, like a, I don't know. You don't even have words for it. <laughs> I'm speechless because there's I know. so much misinformation involved yes. in one little email. Yeah, so once again, none of these things are true. Continue to practice safe social distancing. Please. Wash your hands constantly. Don't touch your face. Just just do what 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 you know. Places like the World Health Organization or or the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, Center for Disease Control tells you to do. Those are the people you want to follow, not your grandma on Facebook. Yeah, a lot of misinformation being passed on from the game exchange. Everything on there on the list, I think I've read and heard about not doing. Oh, it's The only terrible. one they didn't put on there was the hitting your hair dryer up your nose. That is, no, that's not a thing. Yeah, somebody it is. Said, yeah, somebody, a CEO put out an email saying oh. you should use your hair dryer wow. up your nose because the heat will be so hot it will kill the virus. Do you have any family members or relatives that are doing some of these things listed in the email? If you do, tell them to stop. Are you looking <laughs> for some entertainment on the cheap? Well, how about for free? We have your free game of the week coming up next on Checkpoint XP. Hey, this is Callie with the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar, letting you know about the latest esports competitions to look forward to in the coming weeks. Starting in the Overwatch League, competition has officially resumed. However, there will be no more homestands this weekend with all matches being played online. Some teams have also had to forfeit due to COVID-19. Turning our attention to the spring split of the League of Legends LCS, the playoffs are underway and are being played online as well. This weekend, we'll play host to the semifinals. In the winner's bracket, Cloud9 and Evil Geniuses square off on Saturday. NASCAR has taken to esports for the time being. They're running the iRacing Pro Invitational Series each weekend, where pro drivers compete in simulated races. April 18th was supposed to play host to the mix-up in Lyon, France. However, that event has now been postponed until July 18th. 
May should have played host to DreamHack Dallas. However, that event has now been moved back to August 14th through the 16th, shortly after the rescheduled DreamHack Summer. That's it for the Checkpoint XP Save the Date calendar. And remember, for all the latest in the world of esports, check out our website. You can find that over at CheckpointXP.com. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh! Checkpoint XP. Welcome back to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. You're listening to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and probably the only guy in the room that refuses to watch the rest of the Tiger King. Me. James Cameron. Wait, hold on. How, how, how far did you get into it? Two episodes. And you just quit? I'm how, done. How, I'm done. How come? I feel like it's more of a showcase of animal abuse and meth addiction He's than not it is wrong. Uh, anything No, you're, you're anything not else. wrong. You're right. But I will give you that the first few episodes made it seem like it was very much sort of making light of it more than anything else. No, it gets... It, 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 Finish it. I know there's a. I know there's a big twist. So there's a lot of plot, but I just. I feel nah, bad. I. I would finish it. Pl- trust really? me. All those people get what's coming to them. Uh, they all get what's coming they to them. They all get what's coming to them. It is a documentary about bad people doing bad things and having bad things happen to them. But I feel so bad about the animals. I know. We recently wrapped up a contest over at CheckpointXP.com to decide what the best game of all time was. Sixty-four games entered. Only one could be crowned the victor. The final came down to Mario Kart 64 and Super Smash Bros. Melee, as voted on by you. Now, the winner of that contest was Mario 64, and everyone who voted was entered for a chance to win not one, but two Respawn Gaming Chairs. That winner will now be revealed. Hello. Hi, is this Jeremy? Yeah. Jeremy, what's going on, man? This is James. Weird Beard. And Robbie Landis calling for Checkpoint XP. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, man. Hey, and uh, we're just curious. Who did you vote for to be the ultimate game of all time? Mario. The original Mario Brothers. Because that's the one I had the most fun with. So, Jeremy, now we have to ask. The finalist, whoever wins the uh, the gaming chair, you actually are able to give it. You get one for you and one for somebody uh, somebody else. Who would you give that second gaming chair to? Uh, my brother. Ooh, is he a big gamer, too? Oh, uh, yeah. We play... Recently, we've been playing Borderlands all the time. Oh. Third one. He's got a, an old chair. You can actually hear it creaking over his microphone. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Wow, it almost sounds like you tried to win this contest for your brother, huh? Uh, it would be nice. Well, it sounds like your, bro- your brother's chair is definitely in a, a bad condition. It could use an upgrade. So guess what, Jeremy? You're the winner, man. What? You won those two respawn chairs. Yeah! Are you joking? No, no for real. <laughs> We wouldn't waste our time on this phone call if we were joking. Awesome. Congratulations, Jeremy. How, what kind of condition is your chair in? Uh, I don't even have a chair. I sit on the. I either sit on my bed or I sit on the couch. Oh, no more. The we, chairs are yours, Jeremy. You and your brother are going to be gaming in style now. We'll make sure that we save All your right. back at least a little bit of pain. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Jeremy, what's the name of the radio program that hooked you up with those respawn chairs? Checkpoint XP. Yes. Checkpoint XP, your home for competition. Online at CheckpointXP.com. All right, congratulations to our winner, Jeremy, of those Respawn chairs. If you want to see what other contests we have going on, make sure you visit CheckpointXP.com. With no end in sight for the quarantine, we here at Checkpoint XP want to make sure you stay entertained without needing to spend your hard-earned cash. So we're keeping our eyes out for free games you can check out each week. This week, if you've got an Xbox One, you can download Crackdown 1 and 2. 
But what's great about these games is it's just all about the mayhem and fighting crime. It's great if you just have a few hours to burn or you just want to blow off steam for about 30 minutes. You're listening to Checkpoint XP, your home for esports and gaming. Now, we were asking, what game do you think you could play for 24 hours straight on social media? You guys responded. And Robbie, what are they saying? Uh, yeah, well, before we checked in there, I actually wanted to go around the around the room here and, and, and get what your guys' answer would be. James, I feel like for you, it's probably is it going to be Realm Royale? Realm Royale is probably the game I could spend the most time on. You don't I, think you would, like, rage quit, like, halfway through, like, if you got, like, a bad round? I don't think I could play any game for more than three or four hours. Really? Yeah. Any game? I think, like, three or four hours, I'm tapped out. I need to put my mind to something else, at oh, least for a little okay. bit. And then maybe come back in a See, half hour I, so. I focus in, and for me, honestly, it can be anything so long as I'm into it. Obviously, something like an online game, like, World of Warcraft is easy enough to do, but I mean, I've been putting a lot of time trying to finish up the Metro series before Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out, so for me, if it's a good game, I can spend hours doing it. I think that, um, see, I don't know, because I have weird taste in games. A lot of them are very, like, Read art house terrible taste in games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hollow Knight might be a fun one. Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight, it's, yeah, like, it's just a kind of artsy-fartsy kind of uh, platformer-type game where you have to jump and, and You know what I things. think of when I hear artsy-fartsy in video games? <laughs> I think of Weird Beard. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, He's absolutely gotta sure. be the king of the artsy-fartsy games. Um, and then I'm maybe, like, I don't know, like, a Dynasty Warriors? It's like a, 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 a smash em up that's Your brain real- would turn to mush before you got to hour five. Yeah, it's a really boring kind of like... It's like a side-scroller, like a Streets of Rage? Uh, kind of kind of similar, but I think it's just like you just kill things. It's all... There's no plot line to it. It's just uh, smash see, X until you win. In order to keep me in for 24 hours, it can't be mindless. There has to be something there that like, you keep know... I'm, I'm, going, I'm, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So let's take a look at some of the people people said over on social media. Uh, Brian here on Facebook said, The closest I've ever come to doing that was playing... Oh, jeez. Dynasty Warriors 4 Empires for 17 straight hours. All right. All right. You know what, Brian? I'm not reading your stuff anymore. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, Erica, the closest I've gotten pretty close to 24 hours straight with Animal Crossing. That's unsurprising then. Okay. I feel like with Animal Crossing 2, that's a game that you can get sucked into. You're doing your chores, whatever you're doing to make your bells to pay that mortgage Mm -hmm. off. Much like real life, you're going to get sucked in. Yeah. Uh, Eric on Facebook says, definitely done a few 24-hour CSGO marathons. Just one more match. That it, dude, it's like chasing the dragon. The first hit's the best, and then it's all just trying to catch that same high after it. Oh, man. Uh, Enyo over on Twitter says, I played SOCOM 2 over 24 hours back in high school. Uh, now the plan is to do that when Final Fantasy VII Remake comes out. Uh, Jaso says, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, indefinitely Final Fantasy VII. Final Fantasy XIV is another online game, so again, I 100% get that. Uh, Latif on Facebook says, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, and San Andreas were the closest I came. Probably 14 hours straight for each of them. I'm the only person on the planet who doesn't love Grand Theft Auto, man. Like, I honestly believe that. Everybody else has at least some fun stories. I've never owned a single Grand Theft Auto. You've never owned a single Grand Theft Auto? Have you actually played them then? I always played them at friends' houses, but they were, like, fun to pick up and then just never did Okay, see, that's the problem. You probably just did it for, like, the chaos. You've never actually, like, tried to play the story out? Never. Never. That's when the game gets fun. Yep, yep. (laughs) Honestly, it does. Uh, Andrew over on Facebook says, I have done Sonic Adventure 2, Halo 2, and League of Legends. Uh, Would like to get back to doing more of it, but probably not until my kids are grown and my wife leaves me. (laughs) I guess he's got a lot to look forward to in the future, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Chris says, right now, it's been Call of Duty Modern Warfare. I've never played a military shooter ever. I've never been a fan of the series, and now I'm hooked. Do you think he's referring to it as, like, the Warzone version of Modern Warfare, or...? Maybe. 
Because I can see Warzone being played. But even then, I get so burned out. Yeah. I can only go in the gulag so many times. And then you're just done. You just yeah. tap out. I'm like, I got to go get a pizza or something. <laughs> we also have Chris says, I'll be attempting to do a 24-hour stream of The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. Okay, kind of. But, like, if anything, I'm going to go for a newer game. Like, older games I've played so many times. Like, it's like comfort food. It's nice for the first little bit, and then it just starts getting, like, Much. Yeah, after that. Brand. It's got to be something either new or, like like you said, Robbie, something with, like. Something that really engages you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last one here. Jeremy, uh, not the guy that won the chair, I don't think, says, <laughs> I, play, I played NHL 94 for 24 hours straight. Wow. What? Back on the, the Back on the second generation. This is with his cousin. Uh, he says, I might also do it with Halo or Borderlands. All right. If you missed out, you want to let us know what game you could play for 24 hours straight, make sure you let us know on Twitter. Shoot us a tweet at Checkpoint XP. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in on your radio station. Make sure you head over to CheckpointXP.com and check out Checkpoint XP on campus to get the latest info on what is going on in the world of collegiate esports. Norris Howard hosts alongside Jacob Brothers and Daniel Agbuya. New episodes every Thursday at 10 p.m. A big thank you to Robbie Landis, Weird Beard, and producer Callie for helping put this episode together. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at CheckpointXP and Facebook. We'll talk to you again next week. Stay healthy, stay safe, and don't let the coronavirus get you down. Checkpoint XP with James, Robbie, and Weird Beard. Broadcasting from the Beasley Media Studios. Esports and video games live here. Oh my gosh. Checkpoint XP. Hey guys, I'm Jake. And I'm Robbie Landis. And we're the hosts of The Owl's Nest, giving you that high-level perspective of the Overwatch League, checking out the news every single week. That's right. You can find us every Friday at CheckpointXP.com and over our YouTube. You can also find an audio version on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts.